Tonight, Speaker Mike Johnson decided to pass another short-term spending bill with the help of Democrats. It is the third time that he's done this, despite the fact that he got his job after members took the gavel away from Kevin McCarthy for doing exactly the same thing. And joining us tonight, Republican Congressman from Virginia, Bob Good. Congressman, thank you for staying up for us tonight. Uh, yet again, the House has worked with Democrats to pass a short-term spending bill. The Senate has done the same. It's now headed to President Biden's desk. What's your reaction to the fact that Congress is going down this path again with another short-term extension? Well, this is a reflection on the failures of the previous speaker. You know, we had the House majority, had a stronger majority in terms of numbers. Uh, last year, a year ago, and he made a commitment to pass all spend or bring at least all 12 spending bills to the floor for a vote. He failed to do that. He only brought one before the last week of September. Then he brought three that final week. So he brought in four before he was removed as speaker at the end of September or the first of October. And so that was a, a, the breaking of the pledge that he made to become speaker. It left the current uh, speaker in a tough situation. However, uh, we, we are now some 14 months after we were given majority control, and we've still got the Biden-Pelosi-Schumer policies in place and the spending levels that are bankrupting the country. And so, you know, the, the era of CRs uh, that don't make any change or even increase spending needs to end. We should pass a year-long CR that cuts about $100 billion, triggers the caps, if we run it through September 30, that were voted into law last summer with the FRA. Well, how, but how is this Kevin McCarthy's fault? I mean, this speaker, Mike Johnson, he's been in the job for several months. He's now done this, what, three times, passed a short-term extension. How is that on Kevin McCarthy at this point? Well, literally, by the time uh, Speaker Johnson uh, was elected speaker at the end of October, he was a month after the deadline for all 12 spending bills to have been brought to the floor for a vote, when only four had been brought to a vote before he became speaker. So my point is that he inherited a difficult situation that we should not have been in when he became speaker. However, we should not have been passing these CRs. I voted against all of these CRs, of course. I've condemned or criticized this current CR that we should have uh, done a, a CR that goes through September 30. All Republicans should have voted for that. We should have sent it to the Senate. Uh, with border security attached to it, and then if the Senate want to shut down the government rather than let the caps go into place that they voted to approve and the president signed a year ago, and they, they refuse to secure the border, let that be on the Senate if they shut down the government. So some of your other colleagues are not quite as patient as it sounds like you are with the current speaker. Chip Roy and Matt Gates both accused Mike Johnson of punting and kicking the can down the road and, and in their words, acting as if Republicans don't have the majority. In fact, Gates said, all Republicans offer is, quote, low energy and low T. T stands for testosterone. Do you agree with anything that they said there? Well, I do agree with those statements, and that's why I said I, I voted against the CR. We shouldn't have done the CR. We shouldn't be passing major spending legislation with predominantly Democrat votes. They would never do that if they had the majority. I don't think they ever have done that when they've had the majority. So I believe that is a failure for us to continue to do that. And again, I would not have brought this bill to the floor. I would have sent the Senate something uh, that uh, triggered, again, the spending caps, $100 billion in savings if we did a CR through September 30, and I would have attached HR to our border security provision for, for it. President says he wants to secure the border. Let's tell, have him tell Chuck Schumer to pass our bill. So, Congressman, look, Mike Johnson now has done this, passed a CR with Democratic support three times. Kevin McCarthy did do it once. Is the Speaker's job in jeopardy? Well, the speaker serves the pleasure of 218 members. The only people that I hear talk about uh, him not serving that capacity are media members who ask me that question almost every day. 
but I, I'm confident that if the previous speaker was here, we would have already done an omnibus at the end of the year, like, like what happened uh, two years ago, uh, or a year before that, I should say. So, uh, you know, again, we should not be, we, we need to cut our spending. We need to do a, a, 30, a full year CR through September 30. We need to attach border security to it. I would also attach funding for Israel paid for and FISA reforms that protect America's constitutional so liberties. That's what I would do. It, that's what the speaker should it do. It sounds like. That's why I voted against the CR today. And I spoke on the House floor in the debate before the vote against uh, the bill, just along with side my colleagues that you mentioned, Chip Roy and Matt Gates. It sounds like it sounds like what you're saying is no, his not job is not in jeopardy as of right now. You and your colleagues doesn't take very much of you to put it on the line. Are not willing to do that at this moment. Is that right? Well, I didn't flippantly or cavalierly talk about, you know, removing the previous speaker uh, before that action took place, and I'm not flippantly or cavalierly talking about it now. The speaker, again, serves the pleasure of 218 members. As long as he has the support of 218 members, he'll be the speaker. Uh, I'm not aware that anyone's planning to try to remove him as speaker. However, this job is performance-based. It's not personal. And we need to begin to start delivering wins for the American people with the majority that we have. The Senate has... Uh, require 60 votes to advance legislation. They've only got 51 Democrats. We can pass our legislation with a simple Republican majority. We ought to get at least half of what we want in the negotiations with the Senate. Unfortunately, we've not been doing so. However, I'm encouraged with the recent resignation of the Democrat minority leader, uh, Mitch McConnell, and no, I didn't misspeak there, but who was working with Chuck Schumer against um, Mike Johnson as the Speaker of the House. I think we're going to get a new uh, leader in the Senate sometime in the next few months, which will be a more conservative leader that'll better work with our House majority. What, what happens if the Senate picks one of the Johns, Barrasso, Cornyn, or Thune, to replace him? Are any of those names acceptable choices to you? Well, I'd love to see someone like Rick Scott, who challenged Mitch McConnell uh, most recently. Uh, I think you'll see more senators willing to vote for a conservative option. Someone has to get 25 votes uh, if the Republicans have the majority, or, or actually with the 49 votes right now to select the minority leader. Uh, so I'd like to see someone like Rick Scott. I think Mike Lee, Ron Johnson, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz are also would be outstanding candidates. But the Senate's going to do what the Senate's going to want to do. Unfortunately, I don't have a vote on that. All right, Congressman Bob Good, thank you. We appreciate you thank answering you. our questions tonight.